Coming up, we talk day six options in the Anaheim area. Or I think I'm going to call it day five and a half. Uh, that's yeah, that next. was funny. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Disneyland Edition, episode 716, for the week of October 15th, 2017. The Diz Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Malata willie Hello. And Tony Spatel. Hello. All right, Mary Jo, it is time for another Day 6 adventure, but we're keeping it kind of close this time. Yeah, I'd like to give some ideas to our listeners on things to do around Anaheim when you're not at Disneyland. Okay. Um, this could either be an arrival or departure day. You know, sometimes people get in early or they right. leave late and they're really not going to be going to Disneyland. Or there are some days that they just kind of want to chill and plan on hanging around the hotel, but there's always something else that they can do. Right. So these are some um, few ideas that I that I put together. These are probably um, like, as, Uber, Uber, call them Uber adventures because they're probably close enough where you could grab an Uber there or... Right, you could take an Uber. Um, there's a couple that you could take the art, a couple you can walk to. Um, you could so ask for Kelly some, Willie. Yeah, you can ask for Kelly Willie. <laughs> we, don't, we don't advertise, but that would be nice. <laughs> um, I'm sure it works that way, but okay. Yeah, I don't think you can specify. So uh, usually I like to give some history. This is very, very brief history. Um, as my, many of you know, Anaheim is not actually in Los Angeles County, but in Orange County. The city was founded by German families, um, hence the name Anaheim, uh, which is means Anna's home. And Anna refers to the nearby Santa Ana River. And did you know that at one time Anaheim was in L.A. County? Many, many moons ago, and they changed that in 1889, yep, when Orange County split from L.A. County. And since Disneyland opened in 1955, Anaheim has grown and developed to include a lot of hotels, and they're still adding them, a large industrial area that we won't go into, and a lot of shopping and dining areas, plus some little adventures that they've added. I'd like to go over some of the different things we can do on those days that we don't go into the parks. Um the first I'm going to touch on is the shopping. Now, Nancy has a lot more experience than I do, but last weekend, my friends and I <laughs> went to Portland, Oregon, and their focus seemed to be hitting up Nordstrom's and some of the other stores in that area. So and even with a Disney-centric vacation get or getaway, there are quite a few people who'd also like to get some shopping in, and there's some areas nearby that you can go to. Uh, first choice, obviously, is downtown Disney. It's so convenient because it's right there. But there's a few other options out there for those who'd like to take advantage. Uh, the Block at Orange, which is now called the Outlets at Orange, is a great place to go for some of that shopping. They also have a large AMC theater complex, indoor van, skate park, Lucky Strike Bowling, Dave & Buster's for those who like who want to do a little bit more than just shopping. The stores there are anywhere from clothing to shoes to jewelry. I've gone there with my friends and... Um, I, I really like it. It's huge and it's white. It's um kind of 
it's not cluttered. It's just kind of spread out and really pretty. And mm-hmm. when we went there and we saw we saw a movie there, there were families out there at ten thirty at night still having snacks and and because they were at Dave and Buster. So it was um I felt very safe in going into that area. So I really liked it. Another area that I've also enjoyed going to, and I don't think we've ever really talked about it, is downtown Fullerton. It's less than five miles from the Disneyland Resort. The Amtrak does stop there before it gets to the Anaheim stop on some days. And there you can walk and de- walk up and down. The street's really charming down there. They have a lot of boutiques and other kinds of shops. And if you want to get a bite to eat, there are several restaurants. Uh, one restaurant my family really enjoys is called the Matador or Matador Cantina. Um, they have some really unique Mexican food. Tony, have you ever been there to the Matador Cantina? I haven't been to. Th- I haven't been there. Andrew really likes Burger Parlor, um, which okay. one of those high end burger joints it's supposed to be, and it's on Orange County Register is like one of the best um, burger places. I have not been to El Matador, but there is. Um, I know that they have um, that Burger Parlor is one of supposedly, depending on your opinion, one of the best. Um, burger places in orange county and when we're not talking in and out we're talking more like a towards in between in and out and an umami burger like okay so so you know a little pricier but not um but it's pricey. a nice little district to go walking and to get like use it like more an upscale type of if you like um something like burgers and fries and that type of food or the el Matador cantina they also have irish pubs there and some other establishments that you could that you can visit Especially in our warm nights, like right now we're going through an Indian summer. Um, the evenings are kind of warm with the Santa Ana winds. It's great. It's a great time to go walking over there and and visit some of the shops. In addition to those two places, um, another place that has gained popularity, and I think Tom may have gone there, is the Anaheim Packing District. This is also worth visiting. It opens daily at 9 a.m., closes around 8 or 9 p.m. for the eateries. And the bars are open until 10 or 11 p.m. This area is comprised of the restored Packard building, which was built in 1925. And it has a former uh, car showroom. So there's a lot of space in there. There's also a farmer's park that has farmer's market every Sunday where you can get fresh produce and other types of foods and stuff. And um, a restored citrus packing house, which has um, a lot of um, places where you can eat. So there are more than 20 artisan eateries with live music every weekend. You can find the Anaheim Brewery there. And as Tony just mentioned, the Umami Burger, which is a high-end uh, burger place over there. And Anaheim is kind of known for those who like breweries. It's known for its breweries there. So that's Tom and Tony could probably talk to that a lot better than I could. Um, so if any of you, have either of it's you been there? One of, it's one of Craig and Rhino's favorites when they come to town. Uh-huh. And also there's a, a one of our friends in in um, Phoenix. He eats there a lot. He yeah. almost every time he comes out he goes there. So that's um it's highly recommended. You can walk around, enjoy the ambiance, get a bite to eat from some place that features the local foods. The Anaheim Packing District is less than ten minutes from the Anaheim Resort, Disneyland Resort. Um so and it's also on <clears throat> it's on the art route. There's this art bus that goes to Packing District. Oh, I missed that. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Anaheim is really a cute town to go visit and walk around with and to get out of the area. Um, Another shopping mall that's, um, if you're looking for high end, would be the Costa Mesa 
small. It's a little bit. You will have to drive over there or figure out how to get there by bus. But I would recommend driving or taking Uber to get there. And I remember taking my kids there when they were a lot younger and 15 minutes in that in that mall. And they were looking at me and they said, oh, Mom, this isn't the mall for us. And so we went to uh, <laughs> we were like, OK. And I think we went in a crate and barrel and they had fun over there. But yeah, it's very it's very high end. But if you're looking for something from Southern California that you want to take back as, uh, you know, some people like to t- get jewelry or, or other things for souvenirs for their vacation or something nice to wear or um, nice um, articles of like purses or whatever, you can get it there at the Costa Mesa Mall. So in addition to the shopping and dining experiences, um, there's, and you have some time to kill, there's some other options that you can do. Um, one I'm going to interrupt called- you. I apologize. In South Coast Plaza, there is a Uniqlo. So I know that some people oh, are there we go. that. Uniqlo yeah. is that one store we talked about last week on the show that is at Disney Springs. It's a Japanese clothing company. High-end Disney has done um, some big partnering with them to produce some really um, unique lines of T-shirts and other types oh, of nice. Disney theme merchandise. They had a booth at D23. Awesome. And I'm Uniqlo sure I mispronounced it. Uniqlo. That's it. Thank you. Isn't it uni? Could it be Uniqlo? It That's what be. I just said. Either. No, you said Uniqlo. It's about where you put the where you put the emphasis or emphasis. I don't know what the right one is. I'm just saying I don't know. How about we do that as housekeeping next week? You guys come up with and you tell me what (laughs) you tell us what the right pronunciation or at the end of this segment, if you could look it up and find out what the right pronunciation is. Well, I I know Nancy can't because she's playing a game on her phone. So she doesn't have time to look it up. I can Google it. Anyway, I have a Uniqlo account. So there we go. Okay. So moving on. uh, In addition to the shopping and dining experiences, and there's a lot more than what I what I named, I'll name a, a few more later on, but there's also some things to do that are a little unique um, to the Anaheim area, or it's very different than Disney. One is called Flight Deck. It's put on by <clears throat> Boeing, and it offers visitors the experience <laughs> to see what it's like. Well, you know. Hey now, don't be rude like that, Mary Jo. Nobody else caught that, Mary Jo. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> My brother works for, for Boeing, and Mary Jo works for Northrop Grumman, which are competitors. So there yeah, we go. So, but anyway, <laughs> it's put on by Boeing. Well, actually, Boeing does quite a few of these, so which I think are are is awesome for, for the company to do this. Um, they have a an experience called Flight Deck, and Flight Deck offers visitors the experience to see what it's like to fly an F sixteen fighter jet or a Boeing seven thirty five. So these experiences, um, you can. Of course, it's virtual. You don't have to have any experience because they'll train you. They'll suit you up. Um, and you go in flight simulators for these. The F-16 fighter jet is about $60. And the Boeing 737 is about $100 wow. for that experience. Well, so you can see what it's like. They're pretty intense. Okay. Um, but it's a unique. Not many people get to go into a simulator and fly a, a fighter jet. And from some of the reviews that I read when there were family members fighting each other in the fighter jets. So see how, how that's set up. There's an officer's club for those who'd rather watch than participate. 
And Flight Deck is located only two miles from the Disneyland Resort, so it's bucks, pretty easy to get fighting, to. For hundred bucks, I better be fighting <laughs> Tom Cruise. Well, it's a the Boeing seven thirty seven, so that kind of you know makes me oh, wonder no. why a Boeing seven forty seven seven thirty seven would be um, more intense experience yeah. or whatever. Yeah, than the F sixteen fighter jets. Yeah. Because so, you've got those passengers that are in your uh, in your care, you know that you've got to save. Yes. Well, that's true. So all maybe the how you all the, anima- how to save. the animatronic passengers add to the price. Well, it, it does say that it's a it's, different pressure. It, yeah, it's an intense. It's an intense experience. So I'm not exactly sure what transpires during right. the Boeing 737 flight. But um, <laughs> maybe Chevy Chase will be on the plane yelling or whatever his name was. Chevy Airplane Chase. the movie, not he Chevy was... Chase. Leslie Nielsen. Oh, there we go. That makes more sense. Airplane. Well, Chevy Chase was in one of the airplane movies. Mm, no. Not Didn't that he I know. Not... One of those cameos. Mm, not I that I know don't of. Think so. Not at all. No. Not at all. No. <laughs> and she's nope. back to Google. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Okay, so, so um, it, the the next one I'm going to talk about is Anaheim Trampoline Park. This is fun for those families with a lot of energy. It's located about <laughs> 10 miles from Disneyland Resort for about a 20-minute drive. So if you have kids that just want to go do something um, indoors or if they're in any kind of gymnastics that they want to practice, you do have that trampoline park. Uh, when I used to be uh, an agent for Dreams Unlimited, there was a family who came out from Australia, and I had to find a swimming pool where their swimming, swimmer daughter could practice swimming um an olympic pool so i know that there's also families who come out and their kids are in different sports so having these type of venues open to them would be really helpful um the next one is called the rock city climbing gym this is orange county's original home for indoor rock climbing oh my gosh they have so many different types of walls to climb on for all levels of experience the very beginners are the experienced rock climbers. So when you go in, they give you the harness, of course, and you have special climbing shoes. So you're not depending on your tennis shoes, which really aren't the right type of shoes for rock climbing. So they have all the gear for you, plus the um, supportive uh, people who work there. So in addition to rock climbing, they also have tunneling for those who mind dark, uh, small places uh, to go into. You do get headlights that help you navigate the tunnels. This location, the Rock City Climbing Gym, is about 10 miles. So figure on about a 15 to minute drive from the Disneyland Resort. And if you'd like to do a little um, ice skating, I don't think they do the rink anymore at Disneyland for the holidays, right? So yeah, they yeah, do have... Yeah. They stopped, right? Yes. So for a slightly bigger rink, you have the rinks Anaheim Ice, where the Anaheim Ducks practice so you know it's a lot larger um this rink is also open to the public and it's pretty close it's only a couple of miles away and it's really nice especially if you've never been able to go ice skating um at the Disneyland resort or you just want a bigger place to go or and skate with your friends so i recommend that i have all of you been ice skating before or yes. any of you i have permanent scars i've seen it done <laughs> i've seen it i used to go when i was younger it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun. So for an afternoon or something, it would be fun to do. Um, they also have the Crossroads Escape Games. And for those of you who do not know what an escape room is, a group of you go into a room. You're given clues on how to figure your way out. Usually it could be from 
two to eight people. I don't think they get more than eight people in a room because it's too many. Mm-hmm. And you have to you have to figure out the clues, put together the puzzle to figure your way out or escape from the room. These have been pretty popular for a while. And whether or not you've already participated, you can try one out near the Disneyland Resort. They even had one in um, the town I went to in Spain. I saw so next time I go, I'm going to definitely, well, I don't know how well I do in a different language, but I'd like to go check it out with my cousins and get them, get them involved. And they had one at my work that we did. Um, we did die. We didn't make it. Um, so we're up for the challenge again. But when you go to these, to these rooms, you get clues. You have an hour or two to try and escape. When booking a room, you make sure you read up on it and you see whether, um, see the difficulty rate. If you've never done one before, you might try for easier medium, and the experts can try the more difficult ones. The These escape rooms are geared for adults at this location. However, they do have one called the Funhouse Kids, which offers a family version that includes kids 8 to 13. The Crossroads Escape Games is located less than 10 miles and about 15 minutes from Disneyland Resort. I'd like to challenge our team to go do this. This would be a lot of and it would be fun. And if you've ridden on a Topia and you'd like to kip, kick it up a notch, you can visit the K1 Speed and Ride Go-Kart on their indoor track. Here you can race against the clock or race against families or f- family members or friends. They have um, arrive and drive sessions which last around 10 minutes and may include one or more drivers. One race is about 20 bucks, and three races go for $48 at this time. The race cars can be found about five and a half miles away or it's another 15 minute drive from the Disneyland resort. So there's lots of like one experience type places that are pretty close to Disneyland. But if you want to go to some place that has more things to do, they have the nearby Camelot golf land here. They have Yay. miniature golf. <laughs> they have three courses at this miniature golf place. They have one with castles, uh, which has a pagoda and Spanish forts. They have a jungle theme course, or a nautical theme course, and you can try one or all three of them. They also have a small fast car raceway, and you have to be at least 58 inches to drive. Yes, I barely make it, but I can drive it. They also have bumper boats in the lagoon, and they have water jets for those pretty hot days that we get, like today. Riders have to be 44 inches to ride on these bumper boats. There's also laser tag plus bumper cars and arcade pizza parlor. Hours go from 11 in the morning to 10 p.m. on Monday through Thursday, 11 to midnight on Fridays, 9 to midnight on Saturdays, and 10 to 10 on Sundays. I really think that Camelot Golfland is a great alternative for those days that you have a few hours with um, some kids who are really raring to go. Or for those days that you just want to mellow out, you're not really going to Disneyland, but you want to do something. Um, the Camelot Golfland is located a little over six miles and a 15-minute drive from Disneyland. It's also pretty good. Um, options. Some families, what they'll do is we're not going to go to Disneyland on this day. A um, couple of members of the family are going to go see a Dodger game or an Angel game, and the rest of us are just going to hang around the hotel. Well, this is a nice option uh, for the younger children to take them to to get them out of the hotel environment and do something for fun that's not going to cost a lot of money. Um, Adventure City is another fun family park. It's great for families with preteens and younger kids. There are 11 rides here, plus a climbing wall, petting farm, children's theater, and Thomas the Tank engine room where kids can lay out tracks and play with trains to their heart's content or until their parents get tired of them playing with them. 
Um, this adventure city is located less than five miles and probably 10 to 15 minute drive from the Disneyland Resort. So you've got two places, Camelot Golfland and Adventure City that are really close to Disneyland that, yes, they're not Disneyland, but if you're not going to um, spend the day and you need to take your kids someplace, these are good options. There's also the Discovery Cube Science Center, which has been covered by Nancy and also Tony talked about it in other segments. For a nominal fee, you can take your kids here from 10 to 5 p.m. daily. And here your kids can enjoy hands-on experiments and activities. Um, there's ongoing exhibits, exhibits as well as events that go on throughout the year. And it's about five and a half miles to go here with about a 10-minute drive. And Nancy, did you want to input? I know that you've gone there with your girls when they were younger. Yeah, they they have all kinds of really fun exhibits. They have traveling exhibits. They have um, just some really, there's like a fun archaeological dig kind of thing um, down in the lower areas. Up in the big cube, there's actually um, physics type experiments where they need the extra height for things like um sh like air pressure type um exhibits um the shopping and finance exhibit is fun where you you do like different nutrition quests um gosh they have the uh the ducks sponsored um hockey um hockey exhibit and the king sponsored the one up in the northern cube up in the san fernando valley cube um so they also have some make-believe rooms where kids can play yeah and, and cooking and and other things then they really can like to get into it with other children so there's lots of stuff to do there and, and like Discovery i said the cube. traveling exhibits are fun um different times of the year they have like bubble fest and which i think i covered once where they even have a big pool with those balls you can go into that are on the water and you try and stand up and move the ball around and yeah lots of great stuff i mean the discovery cubes well worth it for a museum i think so um and it and then that's a hands-on museum so it's more activity Yes. But in addition to these activities, there's also some cultural things to do in Anaheim. And I think as you're walking around Anaheim itself, if that's something you'd like to do, be sure to take in, it's called the Museo, M-U-Z-E-O. It's a small museum in Anaheim that has rotating exhibits on history, art, and culture. And it's open from Tuesdays to Sundays. Uh, right now, they have the Anaheim Art Association's 54th Annual Juried Exhibit um, that began on November 4th. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Exhibit, beginning on November 4th, they will have the Art of uh, Robert Refugio, or Refugio, and that exhibit will go through January 7th, and starting on November 18th through the January 7th, they will also have the Museo Express, which has the holiday model trains. That would be fun to see. In addition to the Museo, they have Marconi Auto Museum, and those for, for those autophiles who, like to be, who are interested in looking at historical, exotic, and classic cars, there's over $30 million worth of auto glory at this museum. So for those of you who really love cars, this would be worth seeing if you've got some time. They do have, ask for a $5 donation, and it goes to support the local children in need. This is pretty close to the John Wayne Airport in case you fly in and out of there. It's about a 15-minute drive from Disneyland Resort. So if this is one where you're flying into the to Orange County Airport, which is the John Wayne Airport, and you don't check into your airport late and you have some time, grab a bite to eat and check out the Marconi Auto Museum. For sports, you all should know that we have the Angel Stadium. It's really close. 
And I'd rec- I do recommend an Angel game, even though I'm a Dodger fan. Angel games are a lot of fun. The stadium is easy to get into, has lots of parking, easy to get out of. Um, the Dodger Stadium can be a little confusing at times if you don't know the area, but the Angel Stadium is super easy. And there's a lot of places to eat in that area also. Just it's down also the street. very family friendly. That's true. To other baseball stadiums. All right. I, I hear you, Tony. <laughs> The the Anaheim Ducks are just down the street of the down the street of the Angel Stadium. For those of you who like ice hockey, yay, go hockey! <laughs> um, yeah, the the I I would go more for the for the baseball game myself. But there's a lot of people who do like ice hockey, and it would be good to see it there. Um, most things that are free, going on to the next section, um, include parks, and that's no exception here. There's a park called Oak Canyon Nature Center. It's 58 acres. It's a natural park in the nearby Anaheim Hills. Um, I would wait a little bit before you go down there due to the fires that have been going on. However, the park is open. There's a year-long stream that goes through the park, and it has three adjoining canyons and four miles of hiking trails. Also located on the site is the John J. Collier Interpretive Center, a small museum with live animal and regional natural history exhibits. So it's about a 25-minute drive from the Disneyland Park. But sometimes you just want to get out in, in the open and walk around and see some of our Southern California uh, landscape. Also, um, not too far, is the Yorba Regional Park. This is 140 acres along the river. It's near the mouth of the Santa Ana Canyon. This is a great park to have picnics, enjoy. There's four small lakes with connecting streams. You can sail model boats if you have one, or you ride bike or just go hiking. If you're adventurous, you can hike the 20 miles to the Pacific Ocean and back, or you can Uber back if you don't want to walk back. So this, um, if you can rent a bike, you might bike to the Pacific Ocean and back. You can do that in a day easily. There are also playgrounds throughout the park for the kidlets, as well as volleyball courts, horseshoe pits, a couple of baseball diamonds, physical fitness course, and some barbecues. So it's a great place to go. Um, you can have groceries delivered to you or go pick them up at Vons or one of the nearby grocery stores and go have a nice picnic in the park. It's about a 20-minute 20, 20 drive from the Disneyland Resort. A park that's a lot closer, it's located less than two miles from Disneyland, about five-minute drive, is the Pearson Park. Here they have a children's playground, softball and soccer fields, volleyball and tennis courts, swimming pool. They have a duck pond, and they have picnic areas. The park was opened in 1927 and is 19 acres um, big. And in the summer, they have uh, concerts in their amphitheater for free. So it, that's another nice thing to do on your non-Disney day. Um for evening things to do, you have the City National Grove. This is the Grove. We just call it the Grove. It has various concerts throughout the year. You'd have to look at their schedule, see what's um, showing during your trip to see if there's something that you'd like to see. Uh, go watch. There's also the Sagerstrom Center for the Arts. It's located in Irvine. It's a little bit farther, but it's really not too far from Disneyland Resort, maybe about 20-minute drive. I saw one of Alan Menken's first concerts here with some of my friends, and... It was it was excellent. It was such a nice venue, great concert, and a nice uh, option to go do something different. We at saw the Lion Hunt. King there. In oh, the, did you? A great. The there's a couple different theaters in the Sorgstrom, right. and so depending on what you're seeing depends on what kind of theater you're in. Um, they're all really interesting and unique theaters. Yes, and it's in a beautiful area design. too. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are restaurants in the Sergstrom Center, too. Um, in fact, in the early days of the Napa Rose, one of the chefs there went to open one in the Sergstrom Center. So so we both recommend it. Yeah. Um, in addition to these, there's the Honda Center, which is the same area where they have the, um, the Mighty Ducks play. Um, when the Ducks aren't playing there, they have several concerts throughout the year. I actually saw many years ago Garth Brooks. And so that was a fun venue to watch that concert. If you don't want to listen to music and you want to do something else over in Buena Park, which really isn't too far, it's about 12-minute drive from Disneyland, you have the Pirates Dinner Adventure. And this is, like I said, it's dinner and a show, which is a lot of fun and it's interactive. Um, they have three different shows that are going on. Right now it's Legend of the Loch Ness Monster. Well, Legend of the Loch Ness Monster is the one that they have going. But right now they have Vampirates for Halloween. And then later on they'll have Pirates Take Christmas. And if you've never been to the Pirate Show, it's a lot of fun. It's a little campy in my opinion. My kids loved it. They were already, had just graduated high school when we went and they had a great time there. Have you guys ever been to the Pirates Dinner Adventure? No. No. I've been okay. to things no. like it. No, but it's a, I agree. They're they're campy, but kids love them. Oh yeah, and and some and adults people, love them too. I say if you go with a good group who like to get involved, this is a lot of fun to go do. Yeah. And when we went, what what they do is if you get there early, they have hors d'oeuvres, so you can walk around and and you're kind of visiting with the different pirates and eating little appetizers, and then you go in, you sit down and eat, and then the uh, quote unquote show starts. And down the street, a more popular um, event is Medieval Times. And Medieval Times, again, is dinner and a show. Here you eat with your hands because it's the Medieval Times. And you watch uh, jousting and good. sword fighting with um, with the horses and everything. It's really a really a good show. I don't know if you've got, have any of you gone to Medieval Times before? Not here, and I've done things like it. Um, well, I, in medieval yeah, times is a big chain is a big chain right. um from around the, i mean there's one in orlando there's one in chicago and i i'm pretty sure it's going to be the same although i'm i've heard that the anaheim horse um horsemanship is much better than any other so i would recommend well that they one. always ride in the rose the parade too most yeah, people would be familiar with them for the fact that they always ride in the rose parade yeah i highly recommend it um, another one that we don't really talk about is the magic and wine tasting for a different experience. Here you'll have an evening of wine tasting and world-class magic, magical artistry. Ooh. The first hour you're there, you'll enjoy appetizers and wine tasting. Then you'll enter the showroom for a 90-minute magical performance by David Minkin. And this is held at the Majestic Garden Hotel near Disneyland. We used to know it as the Anaheim Sheraton. Um, and it's now called the Majestic Garden Hotel. And they have a room where he performs there nightly. And I think that this is a great option. It's, what, two minutes from the Disneyland Resort and would make for a nice evening. They also have different parts. Yeah, that, I think this is something that we need to investigate. Yeah, I, I was just <laughs> there the other day, so I, and I didn't know this. So I, I would have done more research. Also in Anaheim, for something different, they have the Art Crawl Experience. Now, this happens a few times um, during the year. The next time it's going to happen is the second Saturday of November. And during this evening, um, attendees stroll through in Anaheim, downtown Anaheim, 
um, attendees stroll through the outdoor permanent fixture art fixtures that they have, and they also enjoy the indie craft fair with handcrafted artwork. They're going to have gourmet food trucks throughout the area, and some of the food, um, the downtown eateries, and some of the shops will have pop-up galleries, including the center gallery and the museo. So. Art will provide complimentary rides throughout the art crawl experience. So if you're at the Disneyland Resort the second week, second Saturday of November, you might want to try it out and see what that's like. I have the information on mag the Magic and Wine. Okay, so how much was the price on that? Okay, so general admission ticket, including the show, the wine tasting, and the hors d'oeuvres, it's 150 minutes for $89. Not bad. And if you want front row tickets, reserved seats in the front row, that's one twenty-five. Um, and let's see. Oh, and it's actually it's an hour of. Okay, so it's an hour of wine tasting and then a ninety-minute show. Um, and if you want a VIP package, that's two hundred and fifty, and that's a three-minute, three-hour, um, package. So experience. Three-hour experience, yeah. That sounds so good. And he um, specializes in close-up magic. Oh, that's so, like the, the front row. Yeah, got to be in the right. front row. Got to be in the front row, and you, that means that it's probably going to be um, interactive if you're that close to him. You know, yeah. pick a card. So, I I just think that one's a really that's good kinda, yeah, um, because it's like 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 you said, super close. Right, right, and there are those you know those evenings you want to celebrate. Yeah. A birthday, you've been to Disneyland a, a few times. You want to try something different. Yeah. So that's a good. Um, and it doesn't look like it's every. Is it every Saturday? Let's see, October 20th, November 3rd, November 20, 17th, November 25th. So maybe it is. Maybe it is every Saturday. So. Very cool. All right. But check it to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I can't talk about things to do in Anaheim without mentioning the Garden Walk. I'm sorry, every Friday. So, oh, no. Some Fridays, some Saturdays. Uh, Friday okay. the 20th, November 3rd, Friday Friday the 17th, and then Saturday the 25th. I'm assuming it's because it's um, maybe Thanksgiving weekend or something. It, something is a bit, it's different. but Yeah, that yeah. sounds like that, that would be it. Okay, sorry. That's okay. Um, so... I wanted to talk a little bit about the garden walk. You know, we, we kind of, we don't talk too much about it on our show um, because it seems that stores are. Cause it's a black are, hole. Yeah. Closing and stuff. But actually to, I was reading up, there's some pretty cool things there. Mm -hmm. So if you were to go there and you just wanted to walk around, especially if you, if you like to walk or you feel you need to walk and you want to walk someplace interesting, head on over to the garden walk. They have a Kate and Ella statue which is located in the Kate and Ella court on the Catella side of the property. And note, Catella is Kate and Ella. So it's a well-known statue throughout the city of Anaheim. And Kate and Ella were the daughters of John Rea. He was the owner of Walnut Ranch in Anaheim. And he decided he would name his Walnut Ranch after his daughters, Kate and Ella, by combining their names to create Catella. And after this, um, Catella Avenue was born and... Part of that ranch is now part of Disneyland. So there's a connection. Kate, if you go to Napa, to the Napa Rose, they have a martini called the Kate Nella that's really good. It's um, cold and tastes like orange. It's really refreshing. So I recommend you try that. But um, also go check out their statue. 
And then they also have painted stairs. There's people who like to go hiking and, and look for painted stairs. They have um, painted stairs by Jai Kitinoja. Sorry if I mispronounced the name. It's centered in the middle of the property, and these painted stairs can be um, are found there. This art installation has been on display since February 2017, so it's fairly new. And they began with a rainbow design, and they transitioned into a beautiful blue design. So he started painting them in February of 2017. He finished in, in July of 2017. The art mirrored on both staircases brings amazing color to the court, and it's definitely worth a visit for a fun photo op. There is also the Anna Mar Marcantel Mandala. This is the Mandala of Unity, and it can be found towards the north end of the Garden Walk. It's a mural that was painted by artist Anna Marcantel. A mandala is a geometric figure that represents the universe of spirituality. Its intricate design and vibrant color scheme make it a must-see. There's also a seasonal photo op. So they have this board that's located on the main level where you can go and put your face through. And each season, right now it's Halloween, of course. So you stick your head in there and you take pictures. So that's kind of fun. And they also have a chalkboard wall where you can write they have a bunch of chalk that you can choose and you can write whatever you want, leave your mark. They, I've never see, heard of this before. They have selfie spots. So look, there's nine different locations where you, optimal selfie spots. Well, I guess at Disneyland you have photo ops, right? That used to be the Kodak photo locations. Right. But now we have selfie spots. So this is where guests are welcome to snap a cool, cool selfie of themselves and post it on social media. They also have sunscreen spots. This is very Southern California. Located in four different locations throughout the property are self-serve sunscreen application spots. So as you walk through, especially right now, even though it's autumn, uh, we have some pretty hot days um, that we're going through right now. So if you do make it out to the garden walk, we usually go for the food there. They have the Bubba Gump. Uh, California Pizza Kitchen, the Cheesecake Factory, which are some fun places to go to, as well as some others. I think you like. I you, love yeah, Roy's. I think Tom and Tony like Fire and Ice Grill, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's lots of places yes. to eat, but there's also some other things to do there. They have a Billy Bees, which is, I guess instead of Busy Bees, it's called Billy Bees. It's a large indoor play area where kids can climb, slide, Ride, jump, and play. It's a great alternative on that day that you're not doing Disney. Um, and again, like where I said earlier, if some of the family is going to go see a sporting event or doing something else and the younger kids aren't going to be able to participate, instead of just hanging out at the hotel, you can take them to Billy Bees and let them run and play and get all that energy out. And since it's in the garden walk, it's just a little walk away. You don't even have to Uber or drive to go there. They also have the Bullmore Lanes, which for a fun bowling um, experience. They have Kip Berry's Cabaret. This is another fun evening event. Kip Berry's Cabaret is a magic shop. It's a magical cafe and a performing arts center all in one. It has a magic shows in Anaheim where the family can actually go and enjoy it. So this is something that maybe the instead of going, you know, instead of the adult-oriented um wine and magic night you go to the kip berry's cabaret for fun something fun to eat and seeing a magic show and they have magic tricks you could purchase if um you want to after the shows they also have another escape room here this one's called mission escape games it's a new interactive fun entertainment concept 
It's a real-life escape experience designed for small groups of 1 to 10 people. Your mission is simple. Work together as a team. Test your skills, uh, wits and skills to escape from a locked room in an hour or less. While the goal is simple, the game is challenging, and getting through the locked doors will require finding clues, solving puzzles, and working together. Usually in these type of games, they allow you two free hints um, if you find yourself stuck and... Um, the challenge is trying to get through without using the hints, but if you got to use them to get through, especially as time's ticking down, you might want to do that. They also have the Go VR Gaming Virtual Reality at Garden Walk, and it's an immersive experience of a world created by computers that stimulates your physical presence and allows you to experience and interact within a 3D world. Basically, it's a huge uh, virtual reality and gaming room where you can go with your friends and play video games against each other. They also have uh, free Wi-Fi to those of you who are in there. And it's if you have uh, family members or you yourself need to go play those video games, you can go here. Evening nighttime dancing can be can be enjoyed at the Heat Ultra Lounge where you enjoy exotic cocktails in a beautiful atmosphere. It's open nightly, ages 21 and over. And they also have the Rumba Room Live for those who want to go dancing. And, you know, let's say you don't want to hang out in downtown Disney. You want to go out for an, an adult evening of dancing and fun. Then in Garden Walk, you have those. You also have the House of Blues. Remember, it moved from downtown Disney and is now in, in um, the Garden Walk where you can have a bite to eat and see some of the concerts that are going on there. So that's that's basically some of the things that you can do in Anaheim. I want to say thanks to the Hangout Restaurant webpage because that gave me some of the ideas as I was researching um, different things to do in Anaheim and the and nearby. There are a couple of places that were out, you know, like Buena Park, and yeah. but they're close. They're, it's not like you're driving an hour to go do something or, you know, on the other side of town. But I think a lot of people who go to Disneyland and on those days where they don't. It's their non-Disney. They were, we're always being asked on the Disneyland board and the on the Diz. Mm-hmm. What do I? I I'm coming in at eleven o'clock, but we're not going to Disneyland that day. What is? What are things that we can do? Right, right. So, yeah. So these are just some of the ideas, and I want to do some of these myself. They sound so much fun. Yeah, we we definitely got to go do the wine and magic. That that's really yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's actually a nice. And hotel. I think the. Pardon me. That's actually a nice hotel. It's one of my favorites. That's good to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like I said, I stayed there the other day and, uh, um, the rooms are nice and, and the pricing is really not that bad considering. And it's also a free shuttle. I was going to ask, do they still have the free shuttle? Yeah, they have to free the... shuttle, so. And it's nice. only for that one hotel. Yes. It doesn't show up to anybody yep. else. Yep. So it's every half hour they, they leave from the, from the hotel and then every half hour back, back you know, on the, I think on 15th and 40th, on 15th and 40th. On 15s and 45s, going back to going back to the hotel, so really nice. Mm-hmm. And I hit happy I, hour. I hit happy hour, so yeah. I also like it because it's the theme is that it's in the shape of a castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And some of the rooms open up to the courtyard. It's just a really cool. It's it's a yeah, different the, type the, of there's hotel. There's a bunch of bunch of little <laughs> little courtyards in it that have you know water mm-hmm. features or statues or yeah. Oi like ponds. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, did I tell you about? I was sitting at the bar. And there was, I don't know, I, um, similar, and there was a, like a class reunion that was going on at, at the hotel in like one of the courtyards. And so 
they d- were didn't want the these people didn't want to wait for the waitress, so they were just coming to the bar and and getting their drinks. And it was uh, some. I heard the guy saying, "Hey, so are you class of '67 or '68?" And yeah, they were just enjoying themselves. So this one lady that was sitting next to me, she looks over at me and says, "Hey, are you here for the reunion?" I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, do the math. Thank you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I, I 67, guess... 68. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. I was born in 67. Thank you very much. I know. <laughs> so. Says the woman born in 66. 66 yes. <laughs> but anyway, oh, they, had, they had some good cheese fries. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to sidetrack you, Mary Jo. No, that's that's that was it. Okay. That's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, everyone. That's going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week, and of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.